We've got some hey, I'm Louise. And I'm Louise. And you're listening before. to the Content is Profit podcast. Listen. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Today we have an awesome topic. We've kind of like dabbled a little bit in the past. Double. But today, owning who you are and show up authentically and disclaimer I did take part of this headline from our guest website so thank you so much baby let's (laughs) go all right guys before we get started please go ahead and subscribe hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone and follow us on social media at beast bros go that is right and if you find this episode impactful which i am sure you will don't forget to share it and and Leave a five-star review. And guys, before before we go into the intro, today we have a special announcement. We actually have a sponsor today. Do we? Yes, guys. This what? episode is sponsored by us, the Biz Bros, Let's guys. Go. That is right. So if you, you know, if you produce long-form content Ooh. and you need, you know, to get those bite-sized assets, you know, value-packed ones, just go to contentisprofit.com. Just send us a DM on Biz Bros and we will be more than happy to help you out. That I, being I, said. I heard those Biz Bros guys are really cool. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, okay. just Anyways. saying. They just made, you know, toys about them right here all right well here we go now from now on it's all about the guests and today we had to do some digging and i'm telling you you know we liked what we find out oh yeah today's guest is a total hashtag boss she was recommended to us by content is profit guest nate freitas so we don't know her personally but you know how this goes. Once you come to Content is Profit, you automatically become one of our BFFs. That's right. So uh, today's guest, you're already your BFFs. Uh, let's be real. Owning a business, creating content, living to the fullest, it all takes a lot of hard work. But one of the most important elements, which we have discussed multiple times, is that inner work that sometimes we are so afraid of doing. Well, today's guest she lives that type of work and she is here to spice it up guys she's here to spice it up real good so i hope you have your notebooks maybe some tissues you know whatever you need so you're ready to go she helps women move from a place of burnout to a place of life but today she is helping all of us just do that she is a presidential diamond with doTERRA. I hope I said that right. Badass. She is a kundalini yoga instructor. Namaste. And she is also a trained hypnotherapist. Who? Interesting. Oh, not to mention, you know, she is the host of the Living Fully Alive podcast. Oh, I'm so excited. So excited for the conversation. Guys, please welcome Intuitive Living Coach, host of the Living Fully Alive podcast, and emotions expert perfect for you Fonzie uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Miss Mary Hyatt Woo! <laughs> let's go let's <laughs> for you guys listening right now she is tearing up the dance floor just throwing that out there yeah and i hope you guys are too wherever you are in your houses <laughs> Mary we're so excited to have you wow this is amazing Guys, thank you. What a freaking blast. Friday party. <laughs> We're going to get get deep and have fun. I can't wait. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's Friday. The buddy knows it. You know, that's why we throw this party at the end of our work day. Totally. Oh, man. So perfect. Yeah, so we were we were chatting a little offline, you know. We we told you we're like we literally deep dove into your content and the things that you talk about and uh, like all the wonderful things that you're doing with your clients, your audience, the people, the women that you help. Uh, so we'll dive in into that. But before we actually do that, I would like for you to tell us a little bit of your story. You know, who's Mary? Where you come from? Why you do what you do now? Cool. Yeah. I'm like still in the dance party mood. I'm like, let's <laughs> keep moving. <laughs> that's fine. We can keep dancing all day long. Uh, let's yep. go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, I'm a life and business mindset coach. And I love to tell the story because I can't even believe that this is my life. Because if you were to rewind the clock like eight or nine years, you would have met a very different person. I was 240 pounds dealing with like, 
horrible anxiety and depression. I was absolutely like done with life, checked out, numbed out, coping with mm. food, with alcohol, with, I mean, everything you could imagine just to escape the reality of a life that I totally hated. And being that disconnected from my body, disconnected from my emotions, you can imagine like my quality of life just flat out sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't good. It was not a good life. And I was in my 20s and I can remember just thinking like, there has got to be more to life than this. Like surely this is not as good as it gets. This is miserable. Why am I even here? And I can't remember who said it, but there's this idea that whatever is our trauma or whatever is our challenge in life can oftentimes mm. through self-discovery, through evolvement, become our medicine for other people. And mm. so what I love is that through all of that pain, through all of that struggle and kind of having that moment of deciding to fight yeah. for my life, now I get to help do that with other women. Now I get to come into Beautiful. those kind of crucial moments where even like, cause my, my clients now are really successful, high achieving women, but they're burnt out, they're exhausted, they're disconnected from their bodies, their femininity, just pleasure, passion, joy of life. And that's kind of where I enter. So it's been a hell of a journey to get here. And God, I'm so glad that it was so hard to be able now to extend that help and encourage other women. Wow. Well, that's awesome. I want to highlight something before you do your reflection. Amazing, Fonzie. <laughs> I want to highlight that last phrase. Yep. I, w I am so glad it was so hard to get here. And we'll yeah. dive into that in a second because everybody's like, what the heck? Like, why? Isn't life about comfort? Uh, maybe not. And we'll discover that in just a second. So there yeah. you go, Fonzie. Yeah. I mean, you kind of <laughs> stole the words of the of my mouth. But <laughs> not only that, you know, you, you mentioned kind of like The, the trauma being the medicine for other people, your trauma being the medicine for other people. And that's kind of like your mess becoming your message, right? And totally. it is so important. We're, we have talked about it before. There's always something that you can do to turn around and help others, right? And I think yeah. some people, a lot of people probably are trying to discover that, right? So yeah. talking about discovery, uh, How was it, right? Like that moment for you, when was it that you realized and that you probably told yourself, wow, I can help others, you know, kind of like that libel. Yeah. Well, and I love that thinking because I think it has to start with ourselves. Like before we can do anything for anybody else, we have to have that moment where we go, I'm going to show up in service to myself. I'm going to show up in service to help myself. And I had that like had to happen first for me. Yeah. And it was several years of just showing up, like doing that grueling hard work of journaling, of following my thoughts all the way to the root, figuring out what my root fear was, figuring out like what was really going on that was driving this need to numb out and cope and check out of life. And then fast forward, and when I started to build my doTERRA essential oil business, yeah. I was had already done many years of self-development at that point. And at the, for the first time in my life, I was leading all of these women who were like first-time entrepreneurs. And what I noticed is like, and kept bumping up against is their limiting beliefs, their beliefs that, okay, yes, they love this product that they were selling, but they were scared to sell. They were scared to use their voice. They were scared to make money, which I know sounds crazy, but it was like, there's all these money stories going on behind the scenes. And because of all the work that I had done, I hired a coach myself and I was experiencing just the breakthrough moments with, with having my coach of my own. And I was like, this is what I'm made to do. Like, this is what I want to do to go in and help these women break past these yeah. limiting beliefs. And, and to grow. So it was kind of like, do the work myself first and then realize, oh, this is where I can come in awesome. and serve. Wow. That, yeah, that that's impressive, you know? I mean, you and you touched there in the investment in yourself, kind of like getting that coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious, because I don't think a lot of people immediately go to, oh, I need a coach, I need someone. I, I think there's a lot of friction right there, actually, for yeah. a lot of people to make that investment, that, that jump is certainly had a lot of friction in our life, right? It took us yeah. a long time. And we've told this story before, but our first investment was like an event for a hundred bucks. And we were like, should we do it? Where are we going to stay? How are we going to do it? How <laughs> totally. are we going to make it? It was horrible. Right? Yeah, it was horrible. horrible. <laughs> and, yeah. and then fast forward a couple months and we did a, a huge investment in the thousands of, of dollars, right? Yeah. 
So, but that's because we we managed to see the benefits of it. So, how do you go about, you know, pe telling people on that friction side, right? Like, how do you tell them, you know, it is important to invest in in help? Yeah. Well, to me, my mom used to say this growing up. She would say, you can't heal your sick mind with your own sick mind. Mm. And I, like, had that in my brain, like, burned into my brain. It was like, I can only see one thing. And I have a limited perspective. I have, like, goggles on my eyes. And I often tell people, it's like, imagine a huge beach ball in front of you, the one that are, like, multicolored, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, we have plenty and, with like my my son like uh, yeah like yeah, 300 yeah. of them like, yeah you know concerts <laughs> yeah um and so it's like if i'm looking at this beach ball like from my side i'm seeing green and yellow mm -hmm. and if if you guys are looking at it from the opposite side you're seeing red and blue and so it's like oh i can only see what i can see in front of me even though there's yeah. so many other options there's so many other perspectives there's so many other ways of seeing our reality and having a different set of beliefs, a different way of thinking about it. Yeah. And so to me, a coach is like taking that beach ball and turning it from where I'm only seeing that green and yellow to like flipping it and mm. looking at, oh my God, not only is there green and yellow, there's blue and red. And what you guys can't see, what I can't see is there's purple, there's black, there's tan, there's wow. all these other colors there. And so to me, it's like, I can only go as far as my yellow and green is going to take me. And there's only a set kind of way forward that's going to be a solution for. And honestly, I just had this sort of moment where it was like, I'm bumping up and I could feel it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm hitting that ceiling. I'm hitting that limitation of my own mind huh. that it's like, I've got to get somebody in here that can help me see what's going on, help train me to see something different, find new solutions, yeah. get past like old crap beliefs that are just not serving me. And I knew, I just knew that I couldn't do that myself. And so for me, it was like, and actually my coach found me and she approached me and she was like, listen, I love what you're doing. I want to help you get to the next level. Yeah. And it was a huge investment. Like it was totally <laughs> scary. But yeah. I realized I was like, oh, everything that's scary about this is exactly what I need to lean into. And I tell you what, mm. my business grew massively that year. My self-worth, my self-development, how I, how I saw life massively grew that year. So it was like the smartest thing I've ever, ever invested in. Wow. And to where now it's like, oh, yeah, I, I will always invest in myself, whether it's a conference, whether it is a coach the more the merrier yeah and it's just it's like expansion on all fronts yeah that's so awesome yeah that is so cool <laughs> you know uh, something that i've experienced too in the last i'll say year is that expansion that you that you talk about you kind of like yeah. feel it you're like oh. and then as you read books you know as you talk to new people you're like you feel your uh, i don't know your mind boundaries expanding Yeah. And, it, and it gets more exciting and you're like, what else can I learn now, right? Like, well, what else can I tap into? And yeah. something that, that has happened to me is kind of like, it, I guess it's the realization of potential that you tap into. So now mm -hmm. I see other people and I'm like, I know they have potential, but I know they maybe haven't like seen it themselves. Like they don't believe yet in, yeah. in, in themselves. And I, I ask myself, what does it take for that person to actually realize their potential, right? Have you encountered a situation like that? How do how do you deal with that? Or, or maybe with your clients, right? Because I'm sure a lot yeah. of your clients are like, hey, I want my full potential. I want to, you know, learn how to live life to the fullest. Like, yeah. help me, please. How do I do this? Yeah, so to me, that's like the gap. So it's like, you know where you are, you know where you want to be, and you don't know how to get from A to, a to Z. It's like there's a space in the middle, and, and in coaching language, we call that the gap. And so it's like, okay, the thinking that got me here is not the thinking that's going to get me there. And what's so fascinating about this, and I'm going to like break down a little bit of a, an acronym that I think might be helpful for everybody because I love like giving some handlebars onto thinking. Awesome. Yeah. So, so this is an acronym. It's not mine. It's, you know, out there in the coaching world. And it, it's BEAR, B-E-A-R. And it stands for beliefs, emotions, actions, results. And so essentially, if you look at all the results in your life, whether that's the state of your body, the money in your bank account, the state of your business, um, the quality of your relationships, like literally anything, the car you drive, the house you live in, mm -hmm. all of that are, that result 
comes from first a belief. And the belief are are they are the the sentences in your head, the interpretation of what's happening, the thinking that's going on. So like for example, right now we're on this call. And the B, the thinking, the beliefs, I could either think, hey, this is amazing, this is awesome, or I could think like, this is super stressful, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna say next, do these guys think I'm stupid? I Definitely not, definitely not. Definitely. <laughs> you know? You're like, good. <laughs> but let's, let's say I thought that. Yes, yes. Then every thought, every belief we have generates the E, the emotion. Mm -hmm. So from the emotion that could be anxiety, stress, uh, embarrassment, shame, whatever it might be. And based out of how I feel, my emotion, then I take action or inaction. So that's what the A stands for is action. So we can see that, like for example, if I'm feeling embarrassed or ashamed, I'm probably never gonna get on another you know, podcast, another live show ever yeah. again. Or I might like end up going and like getting drunk after this because I'm just like in that state of I just wanna forget it. I'm just wanna totally check out of life. So based out of that feeling, that emotion, I take action or inaction, and then that gives me the result. That's amazing. So what I love about this is when I'm looking at a client's life and they're wanting to improve in some way, they wanna get a different R, a different result. Yeah. Then we've gotta almost like reverse engineer it and go back to the belief, what would I have to think in order to feel the way that I would need to feel in order to take new action to give me a different result? And wow. so everything can be traced back to that belief, that thinking, that interpretation, the meaning of what's happening in our life, which is really cool and a fun way to start like thinking about our lives yeah. and going, oh, I've got some control here. Yeah. Dude, well, whew, first off, amazing. Thank you for breaking that down. I don't think like, yeah. even if it's in the coaching world, um, our coaches and slacking because we didn't hear this before. So <laughs> Steve, coaches, you're lacking. Um, and secondly, you know, it, it makes total sense, right? Yeah. You know, we talked about, we had a lot of situations with either the people that we help or even in our personal lives, right? It's like they focus so much on the negative side of things, right? But that that is because I believe that they install in there. So we're like, hey, you know, we actually were talking to uh, Brett Campbell, right? And he was saying, it takes more energy out of you focusing on the negatives, right? It just drains yeah. you. And a lot of things that we're like, okay, what if, you know, you instead of that change your mindset and focus on the result that you want, right? But yeah. now with this uh, amazing thing that you just shared with us, it's like, okay, what's the question? What is the thing that I have to think, right? Go back to, to that, yeah. that it makes me feel so awesome that then it's gonna invite me to take action and then get the result that I really want. So it's literally, totally. you know, that manifestation, hey, you can actually make it make it happen. I love yeah. every everything of it. and. This is a question that I had, uh, you know, from from before, but it, I think it ties down perfectly with what you just explained. No, you lost your chance. You lost your chance. <laughs> <laughs> Never lose my chance. <laughs> I mean, we cannot host the show, so we can do whatever we want. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your rule. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. Okay, so here we go. Uh, good joke, Fonsi. Good joke. Okay, you're, you're improving. <laughs> so you mentioned I did how do you identify your root fear, right? And I think yeah. when you face these beliefs, right, there's gonna be fear that comes along the way. Be like, okay, you know, uh, or, or it goes kind of hand in hand, but then you said root fear. It's not just one, like there's there's layers, I'm assuming. So sure. I'm very interesting, like how do you how do you get to that? Is it by taking action? Yeah. Is it by like leaning in? What What's your take on it? To me, to me, it's about being curious about about our thoughts, what we're thinking. So mm. to me, it, you're absolutely right. There are layers, and underneath all of our fear, the things that are stopping us, those those moments of self doubt, those moments where we go, "There's no way I can do this. I'm not good enough. Whatever." We can trace it back down to a root fear, and each of us has what I would call like a core wound or a core root fear. And the good news is there's not like that many, so it's kind of oftentimes universal and to me one of them is I am not enough so most of us if we took down why we why we don't do this why we don't pursue this why we don't um, start this project launch this whatever mm. if we go down 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 it's either I am not enough which can also look like I am not lovable and there's usually a fear somewhere down there of either rejection or abandonment. Wow. 
rejection or abandonment. So if I, for example, like a lot of people have this fear around making money, that if they make more and more and more money, they will either be rejected by the people that they know and love, or they'll be abandoned by the people that they know and love. And so even though like we think, oh yeah, everybody wants more money and that's a positive thing. There's so many layers to that, where if you break it down, there's, it's either fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, fear of I am not enough, fear of there is not enough. So kind of that scarcity mentality. And that's what it boils down to. And that usually comes from a moment in childhood or many, 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 many moments of childhood of what we've been taught, what we've witnessed, what we've seen, um, what we've been sort of like unintentionally or unintentionally indoctrinated with. And so to me, that's where like the, the real powerful work comes into play is when we can address that root, because usually it's at the core and center of everything else that's holding us back in our lives is like one or two core fears. That's wow. So, so how do you, you know, asking just for a friend, you know, <laughs> uh, how do you get, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> just a friend. how do you get to that root fear? Like how? How many questions do you need to ask yourself? Like, I, I mean, I know there's probably not like a step by step, but is it just like, and, and, and maybe maybe this will frame it a little bit. You know, you know, we started, we should have started publishing like three years ago, right? Yeah. And yeah. we started very recently. You know, with the show, I think it's like a, right now it's like four months, but publishing like lives, it was uh, six. No, it's about a year now. Yeah, almost a year. Probably. Almost a year. But you know, it took us a long time and the progress that we've seen is massive. So a lot of the people that we've been helping, a lot of people that we've been chatting, that is a massive fear, right? So I want to like yeah. kind of frame it under that, right? Because we encourage everybody to start publishing right away. You know, you publish yeah. and it, it's amazing, you know, what you do. So, and I think it's like, okay, how can we identify that core wound that maybe is not allowing us to be ourselves in front of a camera, even though we can be ourselves in front of other people, right? Totally. Yeah. So to me, I love the question of then what? Mm. So for example, if I, if I say, Hey, I don't want to be on camera, then I would ask a client, I would say, okay, so tell me what happens if you were to get on camera. And so they're going to probably play out some kind of worst case scenario and say, okay, so let's say that happens then what? Well, if I make a total fool of myself in front of all the people that I know and love, um, then, you know, I will have failed. Then nothing will ever happen. I won't be successful. Then, um, whatever. Okay. So let's say that happens. Then what? Well, well then I'm alone. Then, then, then I, then I, you know, I'm, I'm broke. I'm poor. Whatever. Okay. So let's say you're alone. Let's say you're broke. Let's say, you know, kind of like keep yeah. going like layer <laughs> by layer. Then what? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that happens. Then what? Okay. So then what? And usually by the time of like the fourth or fifth, then what? You get to that root fear. And it's like, oh, everybody will leave me and I'll be alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Or that means, and that's another way of asking that question. Okay. So yeah. what does that mean? So if everybody leaves you, what does that mean? What does that say about you? Well, I'm not good enough. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So it's like, um, it's sort of like, then what? And then what does that mean about you? Wow. And and so that's a great way. And you can do this even by journaling. Like if you don't have a coach to walk you through this, you can just kind of notice like, yeah. oh, I'm hitting some resistance here. I'm hitting some fear here. Let's take it to worst case scenario. Yeah. Keep asking myself like, then what? Then what happens? Then what happens? Then what happens? And then when you get down to like the last possible thing that could happen, What does that say about you? So I think that is a kind of like a great exercise wow, yeah. and a sobering exercise of being like, oh, that's really what's behind motivating all of this inaction or I'm distracting myself or self-sabotaging. It's really about this core thing. It has nothing to do yeah. with what's up here. Yeah. It's all down here. Wow. That's super, that's super yeah. interesting. You know, and I think a lot of the problems are obviously like, people thinking in the future, right? Like, oh, what's going to happen if, but again, we have no control over any of that. We have control over now, what we do right now, but we spend so much time thinking on the future and worrying that, you know, it is energy consuming for people. Totally, yeah. So how do you go about bringing people to live in the the now, right? Especially, I feel society right now, 
uh, with you know social media comparisons all that stuff that is going it fuels a lot of think of your future right i mean even when we're growing up at school it's like what college are you gonna go you know it's right. like what what career are you gonna pick like you are i remember one time i'm we're from venezuela right in our high school yeah. they they gave us this test where they will give you like the best careers that you're suited for oh right I, right yeah. i'm like i'm still in school you know like i don't care <laughs> yeah. I, i i think my totally. number my number one was something in a forest or something like that which i don't know it might be ending being I mean, true we, we recently discovered that, yeah we, we recently <laughs> discovered that you're an explorer so maybe I, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> so i'm curious you know how do you bring people to the present and and more importantly keep them there right yeah you know it's interesting and i i think this is like a common um Mis misbelief or misunderstanding like the future isn't bad in fact i think mm. most of us would benefit from living in the in the future more and i'll explain that because okay. there's a way of doing it that, that powerfully impacts present but to your question like the 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 magic is in the present i mean there, it really is so so beautiful and to me it's a it would be a series of grounding exercises so one of the things that we do in our society, you mentioned this, like we try to disassociate from where we are all the time. So that looks like Netflix, that looks like social media, that looks like forward thinking in a way that's like doomsday thinking or trying to find certainty by playing out all the scenarios. And so oftentimes we leave the moment. And so one of the things that I really think is so beautiful, if we're going to live fully alive, if we're going to be like dialed in all year, to me, the first part of this exercise is saying, where are my feet? And so everybody who's watching and you guys too, like, think about where your feet are. Like, okay, all of a sudden we have this moment of being brought into the here and now. And then we can start looking around and noticing, where am I? Okay, I'm in my office. I've got this light shining on me. Oh, I'm sitting at my desk. My feet are on the floor. It's warm in here. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to identify with physical sensations and sen like a sensory connection. So yeah. what does it smell like? What does it taste like? What does it feel like texture-wise? Like how do my clothes feel on my body? How does my body feel on my chair? Is my body tight? Is it tense? Is it open? Is it expansive? Is it constricted? Is it constri um, uh, contracted? Yeah. And all of a sudden, just by kind of observing where I am, where is my body in this moment in time, even as simple as I'm breathing. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. It's like everything all of a sudden comes into focus and can slow down and we can be right here and right now. But it requires that, I call it a sacred pause. That grounding, that checking in, that tuning in, that connecting to self. It's like, ah, okay, here I am. Here I am in this present moment. And of course, there's so many things we can do to enhance that pleasurable feeling in our present. Wow. Like gratitude yeah. is a wonderful exercise. I feel like everybody probably talks about that like at nauseum. And that's because it freaking works. Yeah. And it's yeah. so powerful. Um, so that to me is like one of those secrets that it's a secret no longer. And everybody's shouting it from the rooftops because it's like guaranteed to bring you into the present moment and to feel good is practicing that gratitude about right now. Yeah. Wow. That is interesting. I must say uh, I did take my shoes off and nice. my feet are like on the ground. I'm like, oh, yeah, nice. Cold, that, is they call it ground. That's but, why but then, it smells that way. Exactly. That's ah, what I was going to say. Then you were like, ah, the smell. And I was like, oh, kind of stinky. But <laughs> <laughs> now you're really in the present moment. Uh, yeah, I am yeah, in the yeah. present. He yeah. really woke me up, guys. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, not in the moment. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I love that. I love the the sacred pause, right? And yeah. I remember, you know, our, our mom is a lot into meditation, right? And yeah. I'll say living in the present. And. Yep. I remember she once sent us this video on, on YouTube. It's like this Buddha monk. And it was kind of like how to control your monkey mind. Oh, right? yeah, that was beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. And all, he's like, when you have a monkey, like the monkey wants to do everything, right? Just goes here and there and like gets lost. And that's your mind usually. He's like, all you need to do to control the monkey is give it a job. And I was like, yeah. okay, interesting. And, and 
all he's like all you need to do is give the monkey the job to breathe so tell yourself yeah. breathe in breathe out breathe in breathe out and i remember like i don't know why that video was so impactful to me that now when i feel because i can feel it in my head when i'm like all over the place yeah i, I can feel it on my desk and i'm across <laughs> across him yeah I, coming at you. it's coming at me yeah i tried to control it's, the monkey it's more like, like a gorilla it's not a monkey it's a gorilla you know how i describe it is it's like i'm like your mind unattended and unsupervised is like a two-year-old with a machete Ooh. I mean, it's just like wild. Oof. You know what I mean? And like yeah. that's like to me, that image is so powerful. It's like when our brains, when we don't look and go, okay, I have a choice over how I'm thinking, mm -hmm. how I am interpreting this, like the the fence, the boundaries that I'm giving my mind. And if I'm not doing that, I mean, who wants to be around a two year old with a machete? Like, get out of here! <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, no thanks. Oh, no. And that's what happens. And then it's like a free for all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that that's interesting. You know, we used to work with two years old actually for like three years. Yeah. They had no machetes, <laughs> thankfully. They have Thank soccer God. balls, which they, was worse. They, they had soccer balls. Yeah, and, and it yeah. was crazy. So like, you put in oh, that wow. image in my in my head. I'm like, yeah. wow. Dude, this is great. I I'm loving this. Now I want to I want to transition a little bit, right? Because this we I feel like we've talked about a lot about the groundwork that a lot of people need, and you know the show is called Content's Profit, right? And you know, to be able to have profit, we need to sell stuff, and uh, you know you. I understand that you have a little background with a relationship with money and I would love to dive into how that evolved because I am very interested personally too, you know, and I think a lot of people are very undereducated on how to deal with money, right? Yes. But at the same time, you talk, you talked about the fear of selling, which is, you know, something that we talked about every single time. A lot of people are like terrified of even offering what yeah. they have to the world, even though that's going to make it so much better for so much, so many people, but that comes at a price, right? Yeah. Um, yep. So let's dig in a little bit on your story with money. I'm very interested to see like how that relationship, you know, and, and I think a lot of people are going to understand and maybe grab a little bit of that and create their own path. And yeah. then how do kind of get over that fear of selling? Perfect. I love this. I like literally, I, I could talk about this all day. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Yes. Um, because I, I was the person who like before I became successful in my business and I had to work on my money mindset in order to get there. Like I was the person like an ostrich with their head in the sand. Like I didn't want to look at my bank account. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to look at what my money was doing. Like I was legitimately afraid of my money. And I just literally was like, la, 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 la. If I don't look at it, it won't, it won't attack me. And I was literally like thought, you know, somehow if I started getting into it, I was afraid of what I was going to see. I felt like surely it already failed. So there was a lot of fear around that of like, I don't even want to look at it because I'm already behind the eight ball. And if I can just ignore it, then maybe I don't really have to address it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I was working with my coach and she said, if you are going to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to know what your money is doing and you have to address your money beliefs. And so one of the things that she had me do was she made me look at my bank account every single day and observe all the anxiety and all the stress that showed up when I looked at my bank account. Wow. And that was basically going to show me where I needed to dive in and what I needed to deal with. And so for me, when I started, I felt like there was this limitation to money and To kind of know me, this helps to explain my fear. So I am on the Enneagram. If anybody's like an Enneagram fanatic like me, uh, which is a personality profile assessment, I'm the helper. I'm an Enneagram number two. And so I'm always thinking about other people. I'm always concerned about yeah. meeting people's needs and um, very other conscious. So it, my money belief was tied into if I make money, yeah. then I'm taking away from somebody else's potential of making money. Wow. So it was almost like there was this limited pie in the sky. And if I took a slice of that pie, it would leave others without. Mm. So I had to understand like, oh, this was my like fundamental limiting belief about how money works in the universe. Like I didn't believe there was an abundance or an infinite amount of money. It was like, there's only so much yeah. and I don't want to take. Yeah. So you can imagine like, I don't want to sell if, that's part of my belief. Like let somebody else, let somebody else get it. Let somebody else do it. Yeah. Mm. Not to mention the fact that growing up in a conservative Christian home, 
Money is the root of all evil. <laughs> women should not have more money than their husbands. And I was married at the time. Wow. Um, women should be like kind of subservient to the man. And that people who have money are jerks, are dicks, are pricks, yeah. are evil, are, you know, it like brings out the worst in people and it corrupts them. Yeah. So being a loving person, I was like, I don't want to associate myself with that. Like, no yeah. way. Yeah. So I had to dig in, and this is true for everybody. We have these set of beliefs around money. And when we think about money, y'all, it's totally neutral. Like money, good bad or right or wrong until we attach a meaning to it yeah like it's only whatever energy we give it so as I started to build this business and realized okay I've got to get right with money and start actually to where I'm at now y'all I love money I freaking <laughs> love money like I want to yes. make it I want to get it I want to give it and so I started to see like okay what would I need to believe about money in order to confidently sell. Mm. And again, that's like a powerful question because if, mm. again, if I believe that money is inconveniencing somebody, taking something from someone, which is a lot of people who are selling, like, oh, they don't have money for this. I don't wanna take money from this. They can't afford this. Um, yeah. I'm too expensive, all those kinds of thinkings. And so I remember I had a mentor and he told me, he said, your job is not to guard people's pocketbooks. Let them tell you what they can and can't afford. You don't need to go into a selling situation and predetermine how valuable your product is to them and whether or not they choose to afford it. So you need to go in in the confidence that this is, this is what they need. You're there to show up and love and support and serve them. And then they can decide, hey, this is not a value to me. I can't afford this. I can't afford this. Like I have people um, who were taking out money from credit cards, going in debt, because they were so desperate for what I had to offer them. Wow. And then in the long run, you know, they turned this into businesses, they made even more money. It was just like this beautiful thing that happened. Yeah. But I had to like get out of the way yeah. when I started to sell. So I think that is really important. Like get out of the way and just show up. Like let people handle that part of the money thing. Like let people handle that themselves. Yeah. You've got to basically say, what is standing in the way of me selling? What is standing in the way of me being attracted to money, having no issues with money, having no energy, negative energy around money? Yeah. And how can I look at that? That's my work, I not protecting somebody's pocketbook. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That, it, it, yeah, that, that's amazing. It kind of reminds me of, and this was probably one of the first time I, I heard this conversation around beliefs and money. Uh, yeah. One of our coaches, actually, too, he was talking like, you know, he was saying that he had those beliefs as well. But then he started seeing he's like, you know, there are bad people that has money, but there's yeah. also great people that, that have a money. lot of money. And then he's totally. like, and there's great people that have no money at all. But there's also terrible people, right, that are jerks yeah. that have no yeah. money at all. So he's like, so money <laughs> is not the thing that makes them right no. uh, good or bad. Is, a, is more like an amplifier. I was uh, about to say, yeah, it just amplifies who you already are. Yeah, yeah totally. And yep. and for me, that was like, wow. <laughs> Literally, I was like, wow. Yeah, so if we, if we, if we give money, if we give Fonzie more money, he's just going to go explore, and then I don't have a business partner. So, yeah. so, 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 so actually, you were talking about the Enneagram, right? And I've, yeah. I've done it before, and I'm, I'm a number seven, so I looked it up right of here, right now. I'm the enthusiast, right? I'm busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. Totally him, yeah, yes. It's, it's wow, pretty, I love it's it. It's pretty accurate. I love seven. Sevens are like life of the party. They're so fun. My boyfriend is a seven. My best <laughs> friend is go. a seven. Like sevens are, the, are so, so, so fun. You got to have sevens in your life. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that's, it. That's a there real reason. Go. That's there a real go. reason he's on the show. You know, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. He, he needs to make it fun. You know, bring the party here. Bring the party <laughs> here. I wonder, I need to do this. Um, yeah, uh, we need to I'll, get I'll do it right it. after the show and we'll post the thing. So if you want to know what we are, um, yeah, just let us know. That'd be fun. But I love how you describe that relationship with money because, you know, we come from a, a Catholic family, right? Like our dad is very conservative, right? He went to military school. He's like, he's the guy that took us for a full weekend from Friday to Sunday to like 
like go all over, walk all over the city to find out the best soccer shoe as far as like not the functionality, right? Like price wise, the, the cheaper one. Yeah, and it was like the yeah. whole weekend walking the entire city to find a discount of five dollars. I'm like, why? Why do we need to do this, right? So right. we we grew up with that belief too, right? Like yeah. we we grew up in a loving family. We had plenty of opportunities. But our mom was like, oh, don't worry, it will come somehow. And somehow it did, It always came, right? And my dad yeah. had like this belief that, no, we need to worry about it and we need to like do this and like everything. And it was such a battle between both of them, right, uh, on yeah. that side. And we grew up with that, right? And now mm -hmm. last year we were faced with a very big decision on should we invest, you know, five figures on a coaching program uh, yeah. to elevate this, right? Like for us, that was money that we never had or like uh, at that time we, we didn't have or it was really, we, we couldn't figure out how we how we were gonna come up with it. But you know, we, right. we that was a leap of faith. We're like, this is the thing that we gotta do. And everything has like literally rocket, rocket all the way up to the space. And then I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, I was like because you invest that deeply, you show up <laughs> in a completely different way. Yes. Like you're like, I better get my money's worth. And I have, I've never met anybody who has invested five figures into coaching yeah. that didn't come out, not only repaying that amount of money that they invested or making that money back very, very quickly, but like multi X that amount multi, that they would yeah. never have made. Like seriously, I mean, I tell my clients, I said, our first job is to get the money that you've invested with me back really, really quickly and yeah. show you that you are capable and so resourceful to do that. And mm. don't stop there. Like we're gonna biggie size this thing. Like we're gonna make it even even bigger than you can ever imagine. And that is like, I, and I know that feeling. It's terrifying when you're like, oh my god, is this like the worst decision I'm ever making? Like, what if I just threw this money away? Yeah. But that never ever ever happens. Like you show up, like you have never showed up before, yeah. and you do things that you did not think were possible. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like. Oh my God! I would do that over and over and over again. Yeah, I, I, and and this is this might be an interesting like theme here because you know my wife recently graduated from pharmacy school. She's a doctor. I'm super <laughs> proud. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but again, that is a six-figure loan that she's getting, right? It's a massive, yeah. massive investment, yeah. right? And then it's years of trying to pay that back, right? within like the the environment if you don't do anything else but pharmacy right yep. so it's funny to me that some people in the current education system will like go will jump hurdles to go get in debt to go for a school that then yeah. is something that they don't really love and then when they are faced with the decisions to do something that they love and they are faced with the decision to make an investment then they hesitate totally. big time and they freeze so why why is that why are we so like wired to do this on a formal education right with something that we're not even guaranteed after like to make back right yeah. or it might be really really challenging instead of following you know what we like to do and make those investments ourselves why do you think that is i think ultimately it boils down to our sense of self-worth like so, so like when I start working with a client, one of the first things that I teach them is how to see themselves as fully resourceful. Like that is something that we're not taught. It's not like we're taught in the system. So we are taught to give our power over to experts, to kind of blindly follow other people who are above us. And if they don't deem it worthy, if they don't deem it the right way, then we're not doing it. So part of being an entrepreneur is we're kind of bucking the system and we are saying, I believe in myself enough that I know I am fully resourceful and fully capable to figure it out. Yeah. And that sort of like figure out ability, I don't really know if that's a word or not. That, that was perfect. It is now. Um, it is now. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we're, not, we're not even going to attempt to re-say it because the accent is going to just butcher it. <laughs> Whatever I just said. Um, that like thing. Our ability, our ability to figure it out. Like, yeah. I, I have just seen this over and over again that it's just so ingrained in me now that people are so incredibly capable of doing amazing, amazing things. Yeah. So to me, when we go, uh, I don't know if I can invest, we're questioning whether we have what it takes to be able to do it. Mm. And so it isn't even about the money. And again, this kind of goes back to yeah. the root fear of I am not enough. Mm -hmm. And so when we can go in and address that and they say, if you actually believe that you were enough, 
that you are fully resourceful and fully capable, then what's possible? Then I bet you from that belief, that's gonna generate a totally different emotion that will allow for that action to say, heck yes, I'm investing in myself, I'm investing in my business, come hell or high water, I will make it happen because I know I can do it. I am enough. So it really is, it's like full circle, going back to that belief yeah. and shifting that, shifting the emotion to taking new action <laughs> because if the belief is, I don't know if this is gonna work, I'm not sure I can do this, I've never done anything like this before, my past tells me I have no proof that this could actually work, if yeah. we start listening to that voice, we're screwed. And then, yeah, you're not gonna invest because you're not confident you can do it. That only creates doubt, that only creates questioning. And so again, mm. if we look at the result, what's the result that I want? The result is I want my business to grow, I want my myself to bring in more clients, more customers, whatever. Then I've gotta believe, I've gotta think that I am enough. That will create the confidence I need to take that crazy, amazing, awesome action of investing yeah. that then will eventually lead to that result. That's so awesome. Yeah, that that is amazing. You know, that kind of like lines up with something that we learned, the sales-o-meter. The right? sales-o-meter, yeah. Which is <laughs> when someone is going to buy something, usually they see the vehicle first, right? It's like, is this going to work for me, right? And then you're right. like, yes, it works. Awesome. And then it goes to the internal, right, I believe, which is, am I going to be able to work and do this, right? And that's like, that's what, what yeah. you're saying. So I feel like most people, they if it's someone that you trust, you trust their vehicle. So whether that is a very expensive coaching program, whatever, you're like, I know that works. But then right. we actually use the excuse of money because we're just afraid of ourselves not coming up with the necessary actions to fulfill that was right to succeed yeah. in there so that that's pretty cool how you how you're putting it and i actually invite everybody to see you know have you actually used money as an excuse in something that you've been wanting to do that you know it can bring results in your business and you're just using that as an excuse because maybe you're not fully you know you don't fully trust yourself yet to yeah. take those actions so i guess my question now would be I mean, we can answer this a little bit at the beginning, but like, how do you go about money's not an excuse, I am fully resourceful. Resourceful. Yeah, so, and I would say too, just as like a caveat, it's not only money. I mean, I see so many objections that show up like, I need to ask my husband, my husband yeah. won't um, let me do it, or um, it could be timing, could be an excuse, yeah. or an objection, it could be your health. I mean, there's so many things that we, that we will say for reasons why we can't do X, Y, Z. Yeah. So to me, there's so much gold in those um, objections. It's like, oh, that's like where the meat is. That's where we can like lean into. But I think ultimately it's like, we've got to rewire that fundamental kind of base layer, kind of thinking belief system that's operating usually unconsciously, usually subconsciously. Yeah. And so to me, the work is if that, if that thinking is not giving me the result that I want and it's keeping me stuck, it's keeping me in that looping like Groundhog's Day, like every year I, my business doesn't grow. I keep making the same amount of money over and over and over again. Well, then something's flawed in the thinking. So to me, it's rewiring that. And there are several ways of rewiring your thinking. One, the first is just becoming aware that your thinking is a problem in the first place and start mm -hmm. noticing where that pops up and go, ooh, I'm in that thinking pattern again. Oh, I'm in that paradigm again. Oh, I'm in that, that limiting perspective again. So awareness is kind of that first piece of the puzzle. Oh, I'm thinking this thought and it's giving me a result that I don't like and I don't want anymore. So that's the first step. Then we can go in and we can challenge that existing belief. Do I want to continue to believe this? Mm. Is this giving me what I want? And if it's not, then we have to create a new, more empowering belief and thinking. So this is where we talked a little bit about the future. So I fast forward in my mind and I go to the future and I look at who am I gonna have to become in order to be this future self? Well, what I have to think in order to get myself to my future self, like how is my future self thinking? Yeah. How is my future self believing? What is she doing? What is the action that she's taking? And how can I begin, this is sort of the key to the present, how can I begin to practice that now? Yeah. Speaking like, 
thinking like, behaving like, doing like my future self. And all of a sudden, as we practice that more and more and more, we override and kind of like Fonzie, you were talking about the other week about learning Italian. <laughs> it's like, you know, you do your vocabulary over and over and over again to where all of a sudden you are dreaming in Italian <laughs> and boom, there you go. You're fluent, right? But it's like, it requires that practice yes. and almost that immersion. We have to do this with our thoughts, new thoughts, new thinking, new feeling. Yeah. And practicing that for at least, gosh, 10 to 30 minutes a day, Love it. Yeah. then that shifts who we are. And we all have done this before, but hopefully just in this conversation now, you have a little bit more framework so that you can do it 100%. again and again and again for yeah. whatever result you're wanting to create in your life. Yeah. yeah. I invite everybody listening and watching right now, go back, write it down because this is the framework that you need literally like for a lot of the decisions that you're about to make for either your business or your publishing. And, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, modeling, right? Like there's going to be people are going to be further ahead and and it's maybe like looking into maybe not your future, but them like, okay, well, that's yeah. where I want to be, right? Like what, what are they thinking? Maybe ask them some questions. Like, how do you think, how do you go about these things? And then you can implement that in your life today. And, you know, so, somewhat of that, like, that's how we've done with our coaches, right? That's how we've done with the people that we bring into shows, like especially you right now. We're like, wow, this is amazing. Like, so, you know, we want to get to that level. What are the things that they're saying? How are they thinking? How, like, how are they going about these topics that we need to change? And we just need to be okay with that change, that evolution, yeah. right? We need to be okay that we're going to let go of that person of yesterday, right? That's and that yeah. and that's okay. And we're gonna experiment and think, see what happens. Because if we never let go, there's no space to progress, which yeah. is so yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, f I feel I feel like everybody knows that we are evolving, you know, beings, right? We're constantly evolving, right. but we're so afraid of that of just letting go and actually embrace change. So I I see what you're talking right now, kind of as a method of gaining clarity on who you want to be and being proactive on that change instead of yeah. just like changing as you go, right? And I know yeah. for a fact that I'm going to start doing that because I see it myself, it's myself sometimes. I'm like, you know what? Like I'm not 100% happy of like how I am right now and yeah. I want to change and you know, I have my objectives and all that stuff. So Love thank it. you so much for, for bringing that. And I actually want to yeah. tell like a little story. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to piece this one together because <laughs> it, it just came to mind. <laughs> But here's a piece of gl here's glue. Thank you. Appreciate okay. It. Okay. The, you know, like the other day I was reading this book. It's called The Courage to Be Disliked, and it, the the premise, whatever the guy talks about, um, Freud, right? That he uses yep. like people use their trauma as an excuse for their behavior, and then he talks about another psychologist that his name is Alfred Adler, that he says that people use their traumas as an excuse right like they are not so the difference is like in 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 freud psychology people think they are who they are because of their traumas right but adler says that they are using their their traumas as an an excuse to not achieve their objectives or right. how he says to achieve the real objective which would be i don't want to do that therefore i'm going to attribute it to my trauma. I hope that wasn't too complicated. So now- yeah. Rewind, slow it down, play it again, you know, <laughs> translate it to English. Yeah, put subtitles in uh, there. And then we're good. <laughs> but now, like the story is this one, right? I just literally realized that I had this perception of, of money, right? Like something is not gonna work. Like again, I know I've always been interested in like online courses, like learning. I'm very curious. I wanna learn more and more and more. But I would not invest in courses and I would look for the, and I'm sorry, some of you course creators out there, but I will look for the, the free alternative, right? I'm like, sure. I will go to Reddit, who has this course, who wants to share it and all that stuff, right? And I think now looking back to it, I'm like, you know what? Since I didn't believe in my capacity to succeed using that course, I didn't want to invest the money. So then if I failed, I was blaming it on the course. Right. Yes. And, yes. And, and now I see it, and I'm like, I love buying the courses now. I'm like, I want to spend the money in, in, in these courses. I, I think we're past the course stage. We're like, yeah, we exactly. we, we love investing in coaches. We're like, we yeah. need the yeah. faster, yes. faster yes. way. We need the painful, 
painful decision, so we actually pay attention and we do it, right? Correct, correct. I think I think it I think there's it evolved stages, to that. You know? It evolved yeah. to that. We yes. were at the stage yeah. where we used to do a lot of courses. Now we're like, no, we want the, the fastest pace, which is go to the source, right? Get the coach. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so Thank you for for sharing that because like it, it was like a moment of clarity right now. I was like, wow, like that just makes so much sense. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mary. I mean, today has been wonderful. Uh, you know, there's a couple questions left here. I know that we we're running out of time, but we could talk for this like the entire night. Um, That's fine. We'll, we'll we'll go visit and we'll all go out. You know, we can go out with say, you. I'm gonna, we... need, I'm gonna need a cocktail, y'all. Okay, let's Please. get it going. Let's do it. Especially you're in Nashville, right? So yeah, we need to go line dancing over there. Just saying. Oh yeah. That, that, that's hey, a... and Nathan Freitas is here too. Yeah, so, exactly. Oh, it'd be so fun. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Continuous Profit, Line Dance Edition. Perfect. <laughs> done, done, done. Okay, sweet. So to kind of wrap things up, uh, you know, there's plenty of action points here that people can actually go out and, and re-listen and re-watch this and, and take notes and actually go take a, take advantage of this information, guys, because like, it's it's gold. It's going to shortcut your, your, past, your, your path to succeed in whatever you're doing now. It's something that you can apply in any level that you are, your life, your business, whatever it is. But Mary, I asked you this question. What is maybe like your number one action point right now? Like that people is some something that they can execute today, very simple, that they can get a quick win tomorrow or even tonight. Yeah. So what I would say is because of what we've talked about tonight, go ahead and write out that acronym, BEAR, B-E-A-R. Take a slice of paper in your journal, whatever, write it out, B-E-A-R, and then look at one area of your life and start at the R. Start with the result and ask yourself, Like if you want a different result, look at how you've created that result and reverse engineer it. So this is called working the model. So mm -hmm. all you have to do is literally like put it on paper, start with the R and then backtrack. What action did I take to get that? What was I feeling in order to take that action? What was I thinking in order to feel that emotion that drove me to the action that created the result? So start wow. with this model just to kind of train it. And this is something that like I do every morning Yeah, I and I do this now for my future self. So you could also do it that way. You go, what's the result you want? Yeah. What's a goal that you're trying to hit by like the end of this month? What would you have to do? How would you have to feel? What would you need to be able to think in order to create that result? So do that tonight with just one little area of your life. Yeah, and see how powerful it is to connect the dots. Perfect. I love it. Thank you so much. I, I kind of want to double down a little bit on that one. On, before you do that, I have the perfect example with what, how am I using it tonight? So my wife wants tacos. Hey, 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 keep it PG-13, okay? Tacos, tacos. <laughs> so if, okay, so I don't want tacos. I might want pizza. So then I will get back to the action. I'm actually going to go buy the pizza. But, you know, uh, right? The belief is that my wife might not enjoy the pizza so much. But, you know, is that is that it? Am I I'm doing it right? Okay, whatever. I think you're overcomplicating Yeah, I'm almost overcomplicating it. It's okay. Don't I, listen to my brother. I ended up, I ended up, okay. with, I ended up with tacos. Tonight. So I, I want to double down <laughs> on what you said right now, right? Because applying it in the content side, right? Like... A lot of people have that fear of being in front of a camera, right? Yes. Like yes. we certainly did the same. So I want to encourage people to, besides doing it in one, that aspect of their life that they want to improve on. I want you guys to try it as well with content, right? 100%. Whether that is yeah. writing or putting yourself in front of camera. We always recommend video. It's so much fun. So you can do the same exact process, right? What is the result yeah. I want to take? Like, do I want to be on camera for, you know, a five minute live at least and then yeah. do it back? So Love thank it. you yeah. so much. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you're welcome. Last last question. And then uh, we'll connect you with, with <laughs> the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so Mary, your message is so powerful. And, you know, I cannot imagine another way of you reaching, you know, thousands of lives, women helping that you're helping and the hourglass effect that that generates, right, without publishing. So where would you be if you did not publish and you spread your message the way that you do? Where would I be if I continue to do it or where? Where would you be if you didn't, if you never started to publish? Oh my gosh. I mean, honestly, I would like, no one would hear this. No one would know any of this. I mean, I would probably be sitting in my home drinking full of anxiety and yeah, 
none of this would have ever come out and nobody would have ever experienced any of it. So it'd be a very sad existence. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Pa Thank powerful. You for Thank you. Yeah. 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 I'll be definitely drinking too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> favorite drink. Okay. What is your favorite drink? Water. Um, okay. My favorite. I love gin. So gin. any kind of like good botanical herbaceous gin, um, like gin and tonic is great. But if I really want to get fancy, I will do uh, the last word. Have y'all had that cocktail? Interesting. Never. No. Okay. It's gin, maraschino liqueur, green chartreuse, and lime juice. And it is. It is, it is bomb. Oh, all right, man. all right. We're going to have to try yeah. that one. We sh You know, we should start including these questions <laughs> in the funny. show. And then we create like a guide the, the of, yeah, there you of go. all the people, all, all of you guys' favorite drinks. <laughs> and then we go party and we do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Mate, I appreciate you. It was amazing having you today. Where can people connect with you? Where can people find you? Yep. Yeah. So you can just go to maryhyatt.com. Everything is there. The Living Fully Live podcast, all the shows are there. Show notes are there. Definitely subscribe to the show because we'll get into all of this kind of mindset stuff on the show, which is really fun. Yes. And I'm really active on Instagram and Facebook. So the links to that are also on the website. So maryhyatt.com. Awesome. We're going to leave all the links right in the description, yep. guys. So if you're listening to this, just scroll down just a little tiny bit. And then there, right there, just click it and connect. Uh, she has been amazing. Mary, again, thank you so much yeah, for, for you. having you. And uh, I think that's it, guys. If, Wait, before we go, before Mary, we go, you are officially a BFF. <laughs> BFF. Yes! Yes! Go. <laughs> guys, before we say goodbye, and uh, you know, you have all this amazing content that you want to spread your message, just like Mary does every single time. Let us know. Slide into those DMs. We can help you. We can help you multiply yep. that message. So let us know if we can be of any help. And with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning into the Content is Profit podcast. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And uh, don't forget to follow us on social media at Rosco. And if you find this episode impactful, don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Thank you, guys. See you later.